Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Challenge Podcast. I am so excited today. This woman needs no introduction. You will have seen her all through the Facebook group, her amazing transformation. We've got Carmen. We love Carmen. Carmen's amazing. Hi, Carmen. I should say, instead of just raving on about how great you are, I should just say, hi, Carmen. How are you? Hi, Nick. Yeah, good. Thanks. And it's awesome to be back on the show. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you um, for coming. Now, the reason that I rave on about you being so awesome is that you have really listened to the advice. You've taken it on. You've embraced the idea of changing your physique beyond just weight loss. So people can go back and listen to your top 10 podcast because this is also the second time that you've come top 10, mind you. But people can go back and listen to your weight loss journey and your sort of intro to all that. But this one here is a bit different. Can you kind of go into maybe why it's a bit different, just a super summary of that, and then we can take it from there? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, obviously, uh, May 2021, I had reached my goal weight I had in my head, low 60s, kgs. I thought, you know, that's the magic number I had in my head. Um, and then I continued on to, um, I've done six challenges back to back up to now. Mm-hmm. But what happened was at the end of 2021, I kind of had a hunger for more. I just wanted to see, look, I've, I've gone to this goal weight. I've lost my weight. BMI is great. Everything. I feel good. But what there's got, you know, I'm always sort of chasing more. So mm-hmm. I've learned that about myself. So obviously inspired by so many, including yourself, who was on a build and, and sort of gave me some advice as well, those back in the day, a year ago, I realized that I have to sort of increase my calories, which I was petrified about, um, in order to build muscle. Now, um, having, you know, having come from a background where I've lost close between 35 and 40 kilos, you know, I... I'm scared of, of gaining weight. I'm going to say even up to now, it, it does. It's, it's, the fears decrease, but I am scared of being a big girl because I've come from there and it's been a, a really um, tough journey and stuff. So I, uh, to eat more to me at the initially felt like, oh, I'm going to get fat again, um, just bluntly. And uh, I was really scared of that, but I learned how to do it in a controlled way. I, I jumped on the Monday live sessions and, and I remember you focused one of those sessions on on getting stronger and how you actually change your physique because you yourself were going through that at the time and, and you gave such great advice and you actually gave a number of about 300, it was about 0.25 or 0.5% of body weight. I've got it all written down, but hmm. there was a structure to doing it. You don't just sort of eat what you want and hope for the best. So in 2022, I dedicated, I would say the majority, at least nine or 10 months of the year to living like that, just eating hmm. in that calorie figure. I even played with it at times and pushed up a little bit more past maintenance. And I started actually seeing some good changes. To be honest, I didn't feel that. There were times when the scale weight, you know, sort of was up. And when I say up, I'm talking one or two kilos, Mm -hmm. you know, three kilos, four kilos was probably the maximum I got to during the year, higher than that end of 21 challenge where I trimmed down. But um, yeah, I started seeing changes. I started seeing growth in my um, back and, you know, definitely the the V-shape was coming together. I started feeling quite badass in the gym. I could, you know, the deadlifts were just getting better and better. The the bench press, et cetera, I started feeling strong. So um, 
Long story short, uh, to summarize, I think the M6 for me, when I actually went on a deficit, um, moderate deficit, it revealed what I'd built the whole year. And the fear now is, is you know, so low um, for the reward that I, I got from seeing the changes in my physique. So yeah, I'd say to anyone that's at the end of their weight loss journey, give it a go because you have to sort of jump into this next step to actually build something. I mean, you and Coach Steve say it all the time. You can't build from nothing. You have to build from something. To chisel out the physique, you have to have, you know, we see it with the guys. We see the greats on the group, you know, bulking up and and they're not scared. It's just daughters to them. But us women, we have this fear that that number on the scale means such bad things, myself included. But um, I think I've turned a corner now and I'm excited for this year to give it another crack to build more muscle and sort of stay away from those mini cuts that we're tempted to. I must have had about two or three during the year because I think that's how many challenges there were in 22 for me. Mm -hmm. um, with the last three weeks or so, I did the cuts. And um, I think this year I'm going to abstain from all that. I'm just going to focus on really building myself and, and maybe next summer we'll see if I can put in a shred and see what changes I can see then. Oh, my goodness. I feel close to tears with happiness. Like you, you've... You, it's, I mean, I did not pay you to say this, but it's so amazing because, yeah, the longer you can stay in that feeling, I mean, the more your body will recompose anyway, plus also you will get stronger, you will build that muscle. And the other thing that we've got to say is that the leaning down is easier because you're on higher calories, so therefore there's more to play with as you go down because if you start trying to lose weight or lose body fat on low calories, where do you go? What's left? You have to do 40,000 yeah. steps a day, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's amazing advice, Carmen. I, I'm just so excited about this because what you've said also is something that is probably achievable for people because you didn't say in anything that you were in a massive surplus. You said maintenance, which is that sort of area that people are a bit scared of and they don't really know what to do with and, and they're not sure exactly what's going to happen to them because they're not necessarily going to be losing weight. They won't necessarily be gaining at a great rate, but it's something really yeah. to, to um, understand. So the magic of maintenance don't you think? Absolutely. I agree. It also gives you more flexibility. You know, when I was in my deficit in the M6 for those full six weeks, I dedicated to that deficit. I um, really wasn't, you know, probably borderline low calories, what was advised by the app as well. And um, it was tough. It was tough balancing life in that deficit. I was, you know, I also once again, um, the weekly shows in the podcast where you spoke about, you know, the moods that you, you get and the you know, how you sort of, you get into that um, diet fatigue as well. Um, like I felt like I wasn't, my training was affected because I wasn't able to lift, you know, my lat raises I had to drop by two kilos and that sort of thing. My leg extensions I had to drop the, the weight. So there is that side of the deficit as well. But yeah, I was, yeah, I just think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's yeah. difficult when you start to get quite strong. And then you take the calories back. It, it catches up with you, and it can it can be a bit sad. <laughs> it can be a bit disappointing. But it's funny because the physique sports, it's it's not about strength. But we got there by being strong. So it's 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 a, it's really you've got to be really strong mentally to do this, don't you? 
Yes, you do. 100%. I think it takes more mental strength. I'm going to say it because I've experienced it. It takes more mental strength. If it's particularly myself who's come from being quite large, like being really overweight, close to 100 kilos, um, it takes a lot mentally to put yourself into this frame of mind where you're not necessarily, there's no quick reward. Like mm. I can't just do a 12-week challenge now and look and go, wow, look what I've done. Like I have to be tapped into, this is for the bigger picture. This is for me personally to see what I can achieve maybe a year, 18 months down the track. So there's not going to be quick reward. Mental no. strength definitely is going to be needing to be out there this year. Um, 100%. Yeah. And also yeah. it's, it's illustrated by the fact that you made it into the top 10 again. Now to do that, you have to have significant changes in your physique and that only comes about when you're pretty lean by building and spending time there and being patient and maybe not getting the acknowledgement that would you know that sometimes comes when you lose all the weight and things and you have to you just sit there and go oh (laughs) you know I don't have a picture to post today right yeah yeah Yeah. well my my start photo showed you know it looked I was like, wow, have I lost all my definition? I was feeling pretty rough for my start pick. If you look at it, it looks like I'm very soft and just no definition. I was at a point where I was like, nah, that's what made me jump on the M6. I was like, and do a deficit, I should say. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, um, oh no, but I'm done so much because when I was in the first of January challenge and I leaned down, like I did a mini cut, I could see, you know, some good definition. But then I think, the M6, my quads were more defined than, yeah. than back then. And it's obviously because I've been building all here. But the starting pick, I was like, wow, I need to do something about this. I'm looking sort of flabby a bit and just no definition really. So, yeah, but underneath there, obviously behind the scenes, um, the little muscles won't work. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, it's it's great to see and I just I love hearing this because this is new territory for a lot of women still and um it's it's a great and sophisticated discussion for us to have. It shows that we're all growing up as women and we're understanding that there's a new level to go to not just about fat loss because I can sit here and have 20 podcasts about fat loss and that's amazing, but this is that next territory, which I love, which there should be more information on and it's starting to be like that, but let's be part of that movement. But I've got to say also, Carmen, I do believe that in between all of this, during the challenge, I think you also ran um, a half marathon, is that correct? I in did. Ironman? I did. On the end of the challenge, the 4th of December was the half marathon. And mm-hmm. so that was a challenge in itself because the goals are completely opposite. Uh, yeah. Although I was in a deficit, so it probably, I don't know, uh, scientifically, Nick, you'll know, but I don't know if that helped with the deficit to lose more kilos. But um, for me, that massive challenges, I had a trip away in Dubai um, during that M6, I think it was week four, week five. And I had the half marathon to find time to train in, particularly more and increased distance in the M6 because that was just leading up to the run Um, I'm not I have no experience in long distance running I'm not I don't come from that background but at the beginning of the year I just said look I've always wanted to have an Ironman t-shirt it's not a proper Ironman or the full thing by any means but if I can get some part a sixth of the way I'll feel accomplished and it just um yeah just propelled me to think wow if I work on something no matter how hard it seems or you know it seemed inconceivable to actually think I can do a half marathon but yeah I did it and that for my mindset as well it just helps it's just a 
part of the puzzle that fits into the mindset that makes me think, okay, I don't want to be a runner. I'm done with that now, but I can do things that I didn't think I could do before. So that's how that helped me. It was just with the mindset in believing in myself. Definitely, definitely. I can relate to that too. Um, I think that that's amazing. You, you've, you're willing to put yourself through all the different things that make me love you. <laughs> There's not many people that will do all of that. And um, when you do, it's just you realise just how much you can achieve, you know, how much untapped yeah resources we have in oh, our yeah. body and our mind and you know the Ironman community the triathlon community is so different to the bodybuilding community that it's, it's good to spend some time there as well and see absolutely yeah you, know, you get people from all walks of life in there and um yeah. they don't mind getting a bit dirty and they will eat and eat and eat so it's very very different yeah. to bodybuilding you know they'll have like 20 absolutely. 20 gels of banana and a vegemite sandwich on their bike <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had uh, two pouches full of snakes, gallon um, snakes, and I had uh, bananas and I had I had gels. I was just hanging with um, sugar on the 4th of December during the run. And yeah, um, yeah. the community is amazing. It just, and also, like you say, all shapes and sizes and people doing full triathlons. It's just mm. that it's got nothing to do with our challenge specifically. However, when you look at how people can push themselves, it just, mm. you say, why not? Like, of course I can. Um, so that really helped my mindset that, that taking part in that event helped me so much. Absolutely. And I'm all for that for everybody. I, um, what is the point of having this body if we can't put it through all these different things, if we want to, you know, what is the point? Like we have our strong lats to be able to swim if we want to, you know, we, we, yes. our quads can help us run. You know, when you do drop some weight, it's actually, uh, it's it's easier to run. It's easier to carry yourself. So, um, you know, if you'd have continued that on, you you will be, you will get the physique of a marathon runner because your body will say, okay, that's what she wants to do. I'm certainly not hanging on to this heavy muscle. But if you're just, if you're doing it every now and then type thing, it'll be fine. So I think that's amazing too. Would you stop being amazing? So um, tell us just a little bit about, some challenges that you faced through this and also just how you structured it all for yourself because people will want to know they'll want to be like this now so they'll want to know how to do it well um the first uh well we we, we know about the, the running um but mm. we i just had to find some time so i work full time i'm in a pretty stressful job i am finance manager in an oil and gas company so i do have you know sometimes longer days and i have two kids you know had to find time and my gym is always as soon as I wake up 5am I wake up and I'm at the gym first thing in the morning but I had to put this running now to make it a priority especially like we started at the end of October with this challenge so that was now the crunch time the last six weeks we had to increase my distance I you know to get to about 12 or 15 k's a time so um I had to do two days of running. Well, I just, I had no help. I had no coach in terms of the running, but I had to, I just said, what's going to work for me and make it this achievable. So two days running, five days of weights. And um, I had to make sure all my meals were prepped because those two days of running, the sacrifice something, meal prep time, or, you know, um, just not really spending time with the family, et cetera, because after work I was running for two hours type of thing. So being prepared, knowing for the whole week ahead, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm eating that I knew had to happen. So um, I've said this before. I think there was no two days ahead that I didn't know what I'm eating, what day I'm running, what day I'm training, what my workouts were, 
um, and what sort of my work schedule was. If I'm going to need a longer day, then I've got to, you know, not do running on that day. Rather than wait for the day, things don't go to plan. I had a way of, you know, changing my schedule and then hope for the best. That's never, usually it doesn't work for me. So being, uh, you know, planning was key. Um, and then some other challenges I had, like I said, I had a trip to Dubai for um, a week. I knew about that before the M6 started. So I knew probably because I've, uh, usually before COVID, we have an annual um, management meeting. So I knew, you know, there's lots of drinking and there's some dinners out for the team. It's a global mm. team. So everyone catches up networks. So I knew what's what's up ahead. Um, I took cans of Serena tuna. I took rice cakes on the plane. I took um, individual serves of protein powder. I took my portable blender. I took Maxine's bars and cookies. My hotel room was stocked. The bar fridge was sort of stocked with my foods. I went to a team dinner. It was a Brazilian barbecue style. So there was lots of protein for me and chagro. So that worked out well. But I avoided the hotel breakfast because that's sort of at your own time. It wasn't team events. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when everyone was having breaking for morning teas, etc., I would have a Maxine's bar. I pretty much stuck to my nutrition as if I was at home. And in my hotel room in the evening when there was no team sort of dinners, et cetera, yeah, I just basically have what was as close to my program as possible. So um, I took my bathroom scale on the plane. I weighed myself every morning. I made sure, you know, things are going well. So again, I put that down to good planning, just expecting, knowing what to expect. Most of us do know, but sometimes we just think it's too hard, but it's not. There's ways around most things. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the biggest challenges I had in the M6. And then being in the deficit, obviously, um, yeah, I kind of listened to, um, you know, a couple of things. Like I say yourself, when you mentioned you had a dinner out one evening um, with your husband's work and stuff, and, you you know, you make good choices. So we can always make good choices and think about it. We can check the menu in advance. Mm-hmm. So there was a couple of social functions I attended, and I felt so good, so in control afterwards when I've stuck to it and really um I didn't find any like um scrutiny or people thinking oh why are you not eating what we, why are you not having a beer or why are you not having this you know order coke zero at a big R&B festival I went to in the M6 and I just had coke zero all day and Maxine's bars because you know I had my meals before and after at home but yeah I think people just sort of think oh well you know um it's more accepting that you're in a healthier lifestyle that's your choices but a year ago, yeah, I'd sort of like, you know, hide my Maxine's bar and, and you know, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling well. That's why I'm not having any alcohol today. Mm. But where I'm at now, I'm, I'm confident in this lifestyle. I mean, I I don't look down on anyone who does have that. I um, I choose healthy options for myself and I, I'm proud of that today. So I think I've, I've turned, I used to be shy about it before, you know, the pressure, the peer mm. pressure. But I think... Um, yeah, if you just be strong in your own mindset and you just make those choices for yourself, you'll turn a corner as well and, you know, feel good about it. That is so true. And also because you look so good now, it has to come from something, so you can't really hide it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't really sort of go, oh, yeah, it's an accident. I, I just haven't been feeling well. So, you know, you, you're at the next level. So it's it's sort of like you've got to own it. Um, so tell me, Carmen, what advice would you give other challenges that, I mean, you've sort of gone through it, but let's just do just a, a nice little few points of what would you give 
challenges as advice who have lost a lot of weight and are not sure what to do now, what would you say? Um, I would say uh, it's definitely rewarding to to get on and build muscle as a woman. You know, we um, like I just am in that zone now and I just want to keep going. Uh-huh. So if that's where you're at now and you've lost, you know, you've lost your weight, you're at your, you know, goal weight as we have in our head. Everyone has a number that we want to be or we were that in our 20s and we looked amazing and we want to be that again in our 40s and stuff. I've been there, but it's more about if and not everyone might have the the goal to sort of change your physique or build more muscle that's fine but where i'm at what i can say is just jump in to this next phase it's really going to be um it's not it's easier like i say to lose weight and just know you're on the deficit and just get the rewards at the end of it where you your clothes are smaller you know you're you're fitting looser you look thinner but um yeah i would say just focusing on building muscle and progressive overload in the gym. Like that's something that I focus on now. I track all my weight, you know, my weight sessions. I focus on, on the, you know, the total volume, et cetera. I'm just really tunnel visioned on where I need to get. So um, that's that's the best. I I love this. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. And um, I'll just tell you something else, which is quite funny. Um, I used to, when I was younger, basically weigh what what my lean muscle mass weighs now so i would never be able to without like i need to you know obviously have other things you know you have to you can't just have lean muscle mass on your body so i'll never go back to my weight because i now carry like 60 whole kilos of just lean muscle mass like that's just that's it i finally hit that so you know that that's that's a lot (laughs) That's you know what I mean? So um, yeah. I'll never weigh 60 again unless I want to drop 10 kilos of muscle, you know. Yeah. So um, that's just an example. So you, your scale weight goes up, but that's because your lean muscle mass is up. And so therefore, you know, the goal is to keep your fat mass down, you know, within sort of eventually sort of that that 10 kilos to, to 12 kilos of fat mass. And then you've got something going on, you know, but um. That takes time, but yeah. So isn't it fascinating? And and yeah. Don't, the other thing is like I love the fact that you were saying that you were weighing yourself. You're not afraid of the scale. Numbers are important to you, and that's how you stayed on track. Yeah, you know, I just needed to. Um, well, in a deficit, like I, I would, you know, just weigh myself every day, making sure, you know. But it was. I, I will admit, uh, we're all human, and I think for new challenges as well, this could be either weight loss or muscle ball, but there was a time sort of mid M6 where my weight was actually going up and I was in a deficit and I was like literally by the book with my mm. nutrition and I just was struggling like for a whole week and a half. I just seemed to, uh, you know, just stay the same for a few days and go up and then go up and go up a bit more. Um, and I was kind of feeling, you know, Know, but devastates so it's like something's wrong what is going on you know you, you run through what you know what i've read no you know hormonally it wouldn't be affected at this time of the month etc i was mm. you know i was what's going on and then i read about inflammation and i was like mm. oh maybe i don't know if it was inflammation but that mentally told me i've got inflammation and this is fine it's gonna move and it did but yeah. i don't know what but there's various reasons why you know the scale doesn't work in our favor 
it was just something I needed to read or listen on a podcast at the time or hear from a friend um, who's, who's been training longer than my, myself. But I just needed that to know, okay, there's a possible reason that I cannot explain because all the other boxes don't, see, you know, are ticked. So focusing only on the scales really going to sort of get us down. I'd say, you know, pictures are so important, photos, um, just looking at, at your progress. Like I have in the January challenge, I've um, stayed the same in body weight, but I can see complete changes in my physique about the eight-week mark. Mm. So um, pictures really, but there was no weight loss at all. So, wow. um, yeah, I just say, you know, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Pictures are probably most valuable if you're going to be on a, a um, on maintenance and building muscle rather than look at the scale. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, information is is one thing. Also, the other thing that's worth noting um, is that often it's not what you do in that week that gives you that that weight. It's usually like it's usually three or four weeks prior, and then you you go, "Oh, what was I doing then?" And then that is also another reason why weight can go up and then it can come down. It, your body takes a little bit of time to catch up with what's been going on. You know, muscle tissue that you've been growing doesn't grow overnight. It will take three or four weeks. For it to do that so um yeah it's not going to show you exactly immediately what's going on but um yeah it's a good reference point and i just love the fact that you've done you do your research you're awesome carmen so tell us one more thing before we wrap it up what's your new motto and what are your goals moving forward my motto has been and still remains choose your heart mm-hmm. um i love that one because so much is so hard, right? We all have jobs and uh, almost, you know, w- whether it's stay-at-home mom or working full-time, et cetera, career-driven, things can get hard. Mm-hmm. Life can throw us challenges along the way. But um, I think my background of being so heavy and feeling so really crap about myself um, really does help me now because I've, I felt like I felt what it's like, to, uh, you know, to be that way. And I don't ever want to be feel that way again Mm. so um my heart is waking up in july and it's hail outside and i choose that i choose to go and work out Mm -hmm. i don't choose to lie in or you know skip a workout and my heart is taking maxine's bars to um a place where there's going to be deep fried snacks and uh you know beers and i'll order coke zero at the bar and i'll you know just maybe snack on something or make sure you know my choices are not what I'm wishing for, but I know it's going to be good for me. So that's, that's the heart I choose. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I live by that because I see, I think I've got something to compare it to. And I think that's really, it's just helped me. That's all I can put it down to. That's awesome. And so you're going to be doing some more muscle gain over the next year or so. I promised myself that I am not going to do many cuts. That's my goal. In 2023, I won't do many cuts. My name's Carmen, and I'll never do many cuts in 2023. Well, this is going on Spotify, so you you can't um, get out of it now. Yeah, yeah. Big t-shirts instead of tank tops, maybe. And no, I don't look if it's controlled. I think it'll be okay. Um, but yeah. I really want to dive in properly this year. Yes, I can't wait. Well, we need to. We need updates. Updates on your progress all the time. I want to hear everything. I want you to put it on the on the Facebook group. We need to know because everybody's going to follow your journey now. Don't be saying that you're going to be doing any mini cuts because people will get on you. And you see, you know, bigger waist. So whatever gets bigger in a full, you know, build. I mean, I think 
maintenance will be will be good for me. Um, and like I say, last year most of the year I did it, but um, yeah, I was just tempted a few times a year just to uh, jump on a deficit. And I just think, yeah, uh, I'm not scared anymore of that pathway. Um, yeah, I think I can do it. it. Was a sampler year for me, a taster. Mm-hmm. And now we're in the big. Now we're going full throttle. Well, reach out for any questions because I'm always here for you and um, Coach Steve as well. But um, I will catch you soon and thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend or leave us a review on iTunes to help us spread the good word. See See you you next time. time.